this is this is the euro step in so hey uh my name is peter herman uh i'm 26 years old uh i went to lmu and i studied economics and uh i did masters in education and yeah Great. About it. great, great, great. Okay, so just to start us off, what what league was you playing in? Uh, we're playing in WCC, uh, West Coast Conference. Um, not many, you know, compared to the ACC that gets all the spotlight because of players like, I mean, obviously Zion Williamson and players like that. But WCC is growing not only because of Gonzaga, which is dominating the West Coast every year and has been, during my time, has been in the final four, even the finals of NCAA. So uh, they also have St. Mary's and everybody's trying to catch up to Gonzaga, obviously. So that league is, I think, very, very underrated. And it's, you know, it's, it's getting up there, but I think it just needs more media coverage, I guess. Fair enough. Well, so what? So tell us, you know, if I if I'm not uh, privy to uh, watching the NCAA, I'm not. I haven't watched the <laughs> the, the WCC before. Um, mm-hmm. What's the league play like? Is it you know? Uh, is it a big man conference? Is it a lot of shooters? ISO? Mm-hmm. Is it up tempo? God, um, like, t- explain to me what's it like playing in the WCC. I feel, I feel like, I mean, every coach has their different philosophy, obviously. Uh, you know, I think Gonzaga sets kind of the tone because they have really, really good big men. And, I, I mean, they have really good players overall. So everybody's trying to match that as a game, like I said. So um, every team is very different. For example, for me, my freshman year, we had bunch, like we had players from all over the world we kind of played small ball but then our coach got a seven foot three kid and then as he developed you know over the three years then we started playing a lot through the post and so really depends on what kind of players the coaches get and then they figure out the offense and then you know like somebody gets hurt or you know the system's not working so then then you have to adjust uh, uh, a lot and and again, the, the strategy, obviously, the offense and, and defense even, you know, changes every game. So it's it's not really, I mean, I, I can't really say if it was fast-paced or not. I think compared to the Europe, I think it's a little slower because okay. you have, you know, you have 30-second shot clock and, and that kind of sets the tone for everything. But then, you know, some 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 schools like Gonzaga itself, they, they, they like to play that um, I would say the the uh, not the European style, but like just the, the modern basketball. Okay. Uh, okay. And uh, you know, Get fast pace. You, 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 yeah, like running gun. If not, pick and roll, and then figure it out. But some coaches don't like like our coach. He didn't like the pick and roll game. He liked. He liked like free free game. Just pass the ball, attack. You know, Ocean. get okay. somebody open. And, and stuff like that. So it really depends, you know, on the coach, I would say, and his philosophy and, and stuff like that. Okay. Uh, during your time there, what helped you graduate and play? So obviously you being a student athlete, um, how was it trying to balance both studying and playing at the same time? 
Um, so blame and school, Jesus. All right, so um, you really have to like dig in on your time management, and then you have—I mean—you have a bunch of advisors and people that'll help you, obviously. But then it's up to you to do all the work. So you have—I mean, our, our coach set it up in a way when when we had study study table, which is a mandatory, let's say, hour and a half a day where you where you do homework, right? And then you like when you fly to uh to games and stuff like that like you gotta take those little 30 minute pieces when you're waiting at the airport or like when you're flying to the to the hotel or like when you're on the bus you just have to really be careful and use your time wisely because you know you don't want to be doing homework on a game day and and stuff like like myself one time i uh we're on uh we're on the plane back and like i, I was submitting my papers on on the plane because like I couldn't get it done and like I had to buy Wi-Fi and all that so no <laughs> you, know, way. you figure it out but <laughs> you, you, you figure it out but that's that's not what you want to be doing so that was a freshman year you know, also like when I was picking my major right then like I, I remember in CBA I took that year off because I I got hurt and so I was only doing basketball and then I jumped into all this mess. Right, and so like I remember one time, like I have a picture that I slept in the locker room because I was trying to save like that 10-minute walk to the, no to the practice facility in the morning. Yes, <laughs> because I was like, man, like I'm doing homework till like 4 a.m. and we got practice at like 5:30. I gotta be on the floor with like 5:30. Like man, I'll sleep in the I'll sleep in the gym. <laughs> so I put up, wow. Like, nice little mattress. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, so. Yeah, exactly. Like time management, you use your resources, you know, people, people are there to help you if you just ask. So it's their job. Damn. Okay. So pretty hardcore. Um, <laughs> are there any hacks um, that you could share? So, you know, if, if I, if I oh, was yeah. coming out there or, you know, let's say a freshman, like what, what, what's a, a hack? to kind of get you through. okay um so obviously as a student athlete and a basketball player if you don't have a football team you kind of have a privilege of um you know everybody knowing you and then like people want to be your friends instantly they want to get to know you they want to be around you and so like hey like if you need you know like i would say uh sit like sit around in the classroom, sit around the smartest people that always get A's and stuff like that. And when you when they do study groups, you know, be around them or or that's that's one one hack that I use a lot. Or, you know, just go to the office hours, talk to the professor, explain him the situation, like, hey, you're a student athlete. Hey, like, yes, you'll get a C or a D on a test, but like, yeah, you'll pick it up. So just make a relationship with the professor and I, and I mean <sighs> I just have the faces of those professors right in front of me who helped me so much just because they understood but they also like they they make you work but they understand so if you know there's a deadline it can be pushed back but not not in a way that like hey i'm a basketball player i'll you know like i deserve the deadline to be pushed back no you get you gotta get your butt into the um, uh, office and like develop a relationship but that's just like that's a regular life skill, you know. You you need something. You gotta build a relationship with that person first. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's there's a bunch of 
things, but I think these two would be like a really, really big, the important big stuff. Okay, yeah, making a yeah. yeah, making a relationship with your your um, professor um, and making sure that you you're, you're you're around the smart the smart guys or you know the, yeah. the smart crew. Um, smart girl. Smart girl. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got you. Um, <laughs> Dealing with uh, dealing with a change of role. So um, obviously, before you went out, I know you was in uh, CBA, but you know, thinking back to when you played at home in your club, mm-hmm. um, you know, was there a transition between, you know, was you like a superstar back at home in in the, in the Czech Republic, or was you, um, you know, was you just a small role player? And then how did that change when you went and played at LMU? I mean, it changed every freaking practice. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so back home, you know, uh, for the for the youth under 18, under 20, all these youth categories, yes, uh, I was uh, like a starting starting five kind of player. Then I transitioned into men. And then, you know, obviously I got my butt kicked by all these older, heavier, experienced guys, players. Huh? So that was a, yeah, yeah, so that was a, that was a confidence crusher. But then, you know, I went to CBA. So then back then we were rolling, right? Like we were killing it in that, in that league. It was just fun. And whenever we played the, the European competition, I mean, it was, it was a really good challenge. So like, I mean, that that was an adjustment as well right like finding your role like what you're gonna be are you gonna be a shooting shooting five are you gonna be a post-up player so you 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 gotta develop those skills and i definitely wasn't the post-up player but then i then i met you with that blue bag and (laughs) (laughs) yeah we went to work (laughs) and then then we went to work and then then those layups and and post uh, hooks were dropping baby (laughs) there you go cash money my goodness, I was dying on those workouts. But <laughs> <laughs> okay, but, I like it. I like uh, it. But then, and then, yeah, then you go go to college, obviously, and then everybody pretty much has the same scenario. They're they're the star players, and they want to, you know, show off the coaches. They want to get to the next level, whatever that means, and whether it's NBA, whether it's pro, playing wherever in the world. So, you know, you really have to. Um, just earn your spot and like work for everything every day and those coaches are watching they're charting stats they're charting practice like every rebound every assist every turnover oh my god we ran so much for those turnovers so yeah it's it's uh, like you really have to dig down deep and like be like okay what's my strengths what's my weaknesses and how can I how can I help the team because the, the coaches are always looking like are you team guy you're selfish are you this or that so um yeah it's it's just, it just depends how like how the team is structured and then you gotta f- find your spot so okay i feel you i feel you who are the best players that you either played against or played with i mean against uh jesus i mean you had the sabonis then you had uh, Zach Collins, you had, geez, uh, Jock Landale who plays in, who played in Jalgarius last year. Uh, the big man that plays for Portland. Oh yeah, that's Collins. Then 
Karnowski, um, I'm trying to think, Kevin Pangos, who played in Barcelona, uh, Nigel William Goss, who's the, the lefty lefty player that played in Lakers, I believe they picked him, uh, Jonathan who Williams. Who, so. did, who did you, uh, you, you told me about a story, you went to Drew League or whatever and you was playing against... Oh, that's not that's not fun. Let's not bring that one up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Drew League, we uh, it was a funny story because the day we played a thing on Friday night, and you know the 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 guy who ran the Drew League, he was the assistant. He had a team, so he coached Russell Westbrook in high school, and so he kind of had a team and connection with all the NBA guys, and so. It was like six of us, and then Hassan Whiteside pulled up, and uh, the guard that plays—he's like top ten small forward right now in the NBA. I can't remember his name. He played for Denver. Uh, Dude, no, 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 uh, small forward though. I can't remember his. Oh my god! Well, anyway, we had like three NBA guys in our team, right? And then. The next day we show up and then these guys go to party so they don't show up and I'm standing on the sideline and and you know I see I see JaVale McGee and Nick Young and Bobby Brown and Kenneth Reed like standing on the sideline and, and I'm like oh that's cool they came to watch you know games and suddenly <laughs> I see them I see I see them freaking dressed up <laughs> warmed like, oh, up and ready to go I'm, I know i'm not supposed to cause and i'm like holding myself back right now <laughs> but yeah, i went oh snap <laughs> so it's me it's me the seven foot three dude that just came he came for the summer training he told me many times that he didn't want to come back because we trained so much and so he gets thrown <laughs> in the drew league right like subbing for me guarding javel mcgee kitchen lobs oh, from crazy. the half court from the it was oh my god it was crazy but then like our 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 school and that's something that i re definitely took for granted like didn't take it for granted but like now i appreciate it so much is that you know chris johnson the the nba skills coach you would come with players like jimmy butler kevin durant and Dwayne wade and all these guys like i mean when i left lebron even pulled up to the gym you know so wow there's all these all these nba players coming in and out i mean i mean blake griffin you know i remember i was lifting a lot i was at like 240 pounds and you know i, I was feeling myself and then blake griffin walks into the gym and i'm just like this is a human try like his body was just like he wouldn't fit in the freaking Crazy, door yeah. uh, and you're like what you know and then he like he, he would stretch a little bit and suddenly he's like dunking it from the free throw line almost you're like all right like why am i even trying like, this <laughs> <laughs> is crazy like, crazy uh, thing like make you reevaluate like what are you doing with your life make yeah, you re I mean, man. yeah it's crazy yeah, it's crazy like you have russell westbrook coming in there and you know i remember i i go and hedge him he splits the screen and I, and I turn around and there's a big man, you know, my teammate, he's from Serbia. He's underneath the basket. He just ran away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. so hard that he almost takes the rim home. 
And he's like, why didn't you hedge better? I'm like, why didn't you block him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why, why didn't you hedge? Why didn't you block? Yeah, we both could have done <laughs> something. Next time. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I tried, tried to call a timeout while he was on defense, huh? I was going to be there. Coaches called my name. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> um, okay, so with the knowledge you have now, if you were to redo three things coming into college, what would it be? Mm. Three things. Uh, build a relationship with the head coach. Um, I think re, like, re-evaluating my skills from the start and be like okay this is what i gotta work on so i can help the team not what i wanna feel like i'm good at but like really sit down and analyze the game and and three is i think watch a lot of film because when i there's a this is a good story i think if if you let me go on like i don't want to you know go on too long but yeah i think it was my junior year and we're playing BYU and there's a big man standing next to me and like I was trying to earn my way into the starting starting five and like trying to establish myself right and so I'm kind of standing there and he's next to me he's six foot ten but the difference was that he was averaging 20 and 10 and I was like three and two right so I was like what the hell like what does this guy have that I don't like I'm like well he jumps just like me he shoots just like me but there's something different, right? Like, I, and first of all, it was a connection with the point guard. They were really good friends. They played in high school together. Second of all, it was his mindset that it's just the, the confidence that he had, right? And so, like, when I watched him, I watched a lot of film on him. I studied him. And then I went to work, right? Like, early extra weights in the morning, early this, early that. And suddenly, I started making my way up. And then... It was funny because then the last game of that season, we played in WCC tournament. And, you know, like I, I just stood there in that circle on the jump, jump ball. And I, I was like, I, I, I was getting ready for that guy for like two months. And he had no idea. But like that, that <laughs> night I was standing there in that circle. I was like, I'm going to kick your butt. I said something else, obviously. <laughs> so I'm gonna, I'm just gonna. Uh -huh, you know, uh -huh, I, got you. I, I, I knew what he's gonna do, everything, and so I had double double against him, right? From a player uh -huh. who was just two months before that, averaging like th three points and playing garbage minutes. So, so yeah, and watch a lot of film and find somebody that you can uh, emulate your game. You know, I mean, like imitate you. You know what I mean. What I'm trying to say, just find yeah, a yeah. play that kind of that's kind of like you, and try to see is he so good, and then you know recreate that pretty much. For you, what was the best part of playing um, in the states? Hmm. Playing the states. I mean, just the atmosphere. Like everybody loves college basketball, so like when you, you know, I think when the first time we went to Gonzaga and BYU, and there's 19,000 people at BYU, and they they have you know NBA like atmosphere. I mean, even better atmosphere. Just you know, there's there's students two hours students going before crazy. the game. And you're war you're warming up. 
the, the, the student section is full and they're screaming at you and they have posters of you. I mean, oh my God, one time, one guy was on Tinder and girl found him. No way. His profile and they like made a big head and they were like, hey, swipe flesh, swipe right. And they're, uh, <laughs> they're roasting in the whole game. No way. hilarious. Or just like, yeah, that, that kind of stuff, you know, like, like, like I said, fifteen thousand people at the game. You, you you don't get that until you unless you're playing in Euroleague in here. So the atmosphere at the games, and then I guess just just the the atmosphere around sports in general. Like everybody, like you're like a superstar in there. You know, like here you walk on the street and no, everybody like nobody even talks to you, looks at you. you, you walk around campus over there and everybody's like, oh, you play basketball, da, 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 da. you know? So it's just, I think it, you, you experience pretty much a pro life as a college player, so. Uh, nice, I like that. I think that's for me, that's um, seeing the difference between basketball in England and basketball. In the states, you know, is the crowd, the atmosphere, the you know, everyone's so passionate about their team, their oh school, goodness. their club. You know, even like the whole alumni system. So it's yeah, that, I think. That, the, the alumni, like that's a big thing, like you said, because like our our school isn't really big in terms of like, I mean, they have good history with like hang gathers and that, but that was many years ago. But those alumni come through in there as well, and they want you to be successful so like once you graduate they they're like hey like you need a job can i help you somehow you know like you're not even asking and they they're they're there for you it's a big family and you never know where those contacts like can take you you know can take you so okay uh what's the team that you hated playing was there a particular team Obviously, you know, you, you play conference, out of conference games, blah, blah. What's what's a team that, like, when you saw them up on your schedule, you was like, man, it's going to be a long night. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, somehow I always played good against Gonzaga, no matter when. And, like, I think our coach knew that I always had something against them. So he always put me <laughs> in there too much to work. Like, they didn't recruit you, so you were trying to get them back? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this, this, this uh, is crazy that, I, I don't know, somehow it just worked out, you know, whether it was guarding Karnowski or he's, you know, three, 300 pounds and seven foot two and, you know, you're playing against him, everybody's expecting like, or he, he thinks like, oh, this is going to be easy. And then you have four blocks on him and he has two points and you're like, what the, and he's like, what the hell? And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> so, you know, those, those nights were so much fun. And then like, you know, this is the thing. Like then, everybody starts chanting your name. The gym's going crazy, and that—that's the atmosphere that you really want to experience. Who did you hate out. playing? Who did? What hey, team was I like mean, the thorn in your side? Yeah, so I, th- I think BYU was was that team that we hated playing because it, it was just uh, they were they were gnarly, man. Like they they played dirty. They they. They walked around like they were entitled, and and our coach hated them as well. So he spread that all all over us. And I mean, when we beat them my senior year, when I was actually hurt, um, they, I mean, it was the best. It was the best feeling. We even through through the the 
the cool cold water from the cooler yeah, the cool coach in the locker room. Oh yeah, I mean, I have those videos too. I'll send you those as well. Yeah, it was awesome. so much fun. So, so yeah, I mean that that team was on our on our list. <laughs> Fair I mean, enough. Oh, and then whenever I played against Gito in San Diego oh, State, <laughs> okay, San Diego USD University of San Diego. Oh yeah. What's the weather like? What's the weather like? Well, you you need like you need shorts and a shirt, and if it's if it's considered cold, you need a hoodie. That's about it. That's 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 your. Uh, that's 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 gonna be majority of your clothes in in LA. Um, and is that all I year mean, round, or is it just certain I times? Mean, it's, pro it's probably like three. I mean, two hundred and eighty days out of three sixty five is sunny and warm. So, damn. Okay. I, I miss that so much. You know. I mean, and you. you, you, you <laughs> is, it, is it not like you, that in the Czech Republic? No, 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 not at sure? all. Oh my god. Man, don't even start. <laughs> I wanna, you know, it's crazy. I would, like sometimes, like, man, why did I come back? <laughs> What's the time difference, and what did you do to get over your jet lag? Mm, it's nine hour difference um, from Czech, from England. It's it's eight hours, and then uh, to get off your jet lag, you know, it's, when you when you go there from from Europe it's fine like I think I adjusted pretty fast when you go from LA to Europe then I think I was messed up for like two three nights but then obviously there's different hacks that you can do right like like I mean sleep on like you just have to figure out what time what time you're gonna arrive into Europe or the destination that you're flying to and then like two days prior to that, try to set yourself up to that time zone and then you adjust much faster than just, you know, going to sleep at 8 p.m. in L.A. and then flying in and then you wake up and, I mean, then you're in England at 8 a.m. and you're sleeping, you know, and then you sleep all day and then you're messed up for, for, a for couple two of years. Days. So, uh, yeah. Crazy, okay. So sinking, sink, trying to sink your, your body clock beforehand. Uh, what's the must-see destinations of LA? Like where, like you know, you're 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 trying to let me know where where must I go? Oh, uh, Santa Monica, Hermosa Beach, uh, Malibu. I mean, there's so many places. You know, like people that went to visit me, they wanted to see Hollywood and all these BS. But I'm just like, no, like stay on the coast, stay close okay. to the beach, and. Uh, and then obviously there's, you know, USC, you want to go see the games. I mean, you know, the, the Kings, the, what am I saying? The Kings hockey with NBA, you want to go see, you know, the, the Lakers and, and Clippers. When, when I was there, obviously we had the Lob City and Clippers. So Lob City, yeah, 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 that was my team, man. So, yes, sir, this fall. Blake Griffin and DeAndre. Blake and DeAndre, jeez, man, that, yeah, exciting times. Poor, poor, poor rims. <laughs> <laughs> hey, who was that guy that got demolished by DeAndre? Uh, Knight, Brandon, Brandon Knight. Oh my goodness, the worst, <laughs> the worst, the worst dunk in NBA, the worst poster in NBA history, man. Jesus, man, I, I feel it, man. 
Um, right. <laughs> best place. So where where's the best place to get food? Best place to get food. Well, from Loyola, there's actually down in Playa Vista, which is really known for all the big companies that are coming in there from San Francisco. What is it called? Uh, the Silicon Valley. So there's a bunch of cool restaurants, and like one would be Burger Place, Hobdoggies, the best fr- French uh, Hobdoggies. Oh no, ho- Hobdoggies. They have Hobdoggies. Okay. Hobdoggies. They have best burgers down there. They have the best. What is that? That 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 French fry sauce is like garlic aioli or something like that. Oh my goodness. Okay. And then then when you're over 21, then you can get that beer with the margarita or margarita with the beer in it and, and then you might have to call an uber to get you back to, the, <laughs> to campus <laughs> but it's a walk you know it's, it's a walking distance you know it's funny it's a walking distance and the american guys always hated me and the other european guys that we wanted to walk down there and they they want to talk to us for three days when we you know, when we <laughs> wanted to walk down there and we re- re- refused to buy an Uber on the way back because they were so, they were so poor guys. Uh, <laughs> fair enough. Um, best place to get new shoes, new kicks. Best place. Jeez. All right. Um, I guess at every school almost you're gonna have the guy that's the shoe plug so once you get to know him oh you go, oh okay you got, there's oh, yeah. a plug okay oh yeah so you don't go to the store you have a you have a guy oh, for yeah. that no and if you if you do you just go to melrose avenue and there those guys are all over that place as well so and you you're in it i mean we have a guy from our school he he supplies guys like lamello and lebron's and Shaq's sons and, and all these NBA dudes as well. So like you really, I mean, you just have to get to know people. And if you want to go to the store, obviously Melrose Avenue and all these big, big um, shoe stores. But you know, mm-hmm. I think the best one is to get to know the people at the school. Nice. Okay. Uh, what American holiday is the best and why? Hmm, what American holiday was the best? Well, none of them because you get you have to practice. <laughs> <laughs> Coaches, I'll I didn't be, care. percent. I'll be hundred percent honest. If if there's a holiday and you're in the gym, <laughs> you get like. 48, 24 hours. If it's like Christmas, <laughs> then you go home and you fly right back to the gym, baby. <laughs> I love that. Nah, none but... of them, they're all the same. They all <laughs> no, mean we... practice. <laughs> <laughs> we actually hated. Oh my! Christmas break was the worst. <laughs> uh-huh. If you're overseas guy, because you're not going. You know, I mean, you're not flying from LA. You're not flying back for 48 hours and then back. Like you get a kill all that time in a plane to have yeah, dinner with your family yeah. you know so so but i would say actually you know that christmas break again my, my last year my my very good friend from from school he took me and my teammate to his uncles uh in santa barbara and, and his whole family came so it was really really cool time we spent like three days there we played uh, what was that softball? And we went to the beach. You know, it was sunny. I can send you those 
Santa Barbara is ridiculous too because that, that that school is right on the on the cliff and like the dorms are literally just like two minute walking distance from the beach so wow. that that school is insane when we went there I was mind blown um, but yeah I think Christmas is fine if you get a few days off and then I think 4th of July can be fun as well people want to just get drunk and have fun so yeah <laughs> okay. I mean, after that 21 obviously after each 21 obviously <laughs> <laughs> did you get homesick and how did you deal with it no i actually did I, like I, I think i was i was not at all because again i've made you know i got close with my teammates and then you build relationships around. I think the only time when you get homesick is again when when it's Christmas or it's some kind of holidays, and then you go on social media and you see everybody posting pictures with their families. And you're like, ah. But then you're in a tournament in Hawaii, and you're like, ah, life's not, <laughs> it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's at home in the cold, uh, and I'm in Hawaii. Right, and, oh, poor and, me. And you're, and, you're, and you're eating crab crab legs and and the only oh, bad wow. thing is that, that you have to you have to be in the gym for practice for like four hours and then play games at like 7 a.m because of the time difference from west coast and east coast but you're in hawaii though <laughs> uh, man it sounds like a tough life no nah, exactly <laughs> again if you're over 21 you can maybe sneak a drink in the pool or when you have a day off <laughs> Right, controversial, okay, mm-hmm. but you know we're, we're straight talking. Um, being in in college and you know away from home, there's a lot of influences, um, alcohol, which we alluded to, um, and let's say drugs or whatever. Like, what's what's that like um, on campus? What's that like around campus? Or you know, I'm not saying well, not LMU in particular, but mm-hmm. what's it like dealing with? Um, the distractions of you know drugs and all the rest of it um well again you have to pick your circle i think that's very important you got to be very picky who you associate yourself with and uh coach newell he he really dig down deep on this one and it stuck with me till now he said you know your, your date is scheduled pretty much from like 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. or like 8 p.m. Then you have like two hours throughout your day to do whatever you need to do. And those two hours will dictate what, like how successful you're going to be in your career, right? So like if you're spending it with women or you're spending it or in parties or you're spending it, you know, whatever you want to call it. Like there's so many outside influences, right? And they, they're going to be there. You just have to be disciplined enough and be like, all right, is this what I want to do? And you know, there's uh, plenty of plenty of distractions. Obviously, it's it's LA. It's you know, LMU has a lot of lot of rich kids. You know, driving Mercedes and I mean Mercedes is not the nicest thing. Ferraris and Lamborghinis, and they you know, and they go to Dan Bilzerian's houses and all that. And it's obviously it's it's not it's it's cool, but it's not helping you to to do why you there. To do what you do so again pick your circle and then obviously just stay disciplined and you know if, if you try it then okay but then like in moderation and 
you know, don't don't lose yourself in it. I would say. Okay, I mean, yeah, it's 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 one of those things that people don't like to talk about, but it's the reality yeah. of you know that stuff comes up. Oh yeah, um, exactly. And then you you get training like there's you know our coach is really good, and I I think they get it everywhere. Nothing is mandatory. Like you get training, you get like video webinars of like what's college gonna be like and all that. But then again, you're gonna live your life and you want to experience all that. So you know, again, like I said, you can try it, but then you know, try it, see if it works for you. Doesn't? All right, move away. Right? Like just trial and error. Just you know, just go on and and go back to to. To, to do why they're like to to do what you do to, to play basketball to be you know who you want to be and not not waste your life doing all that crap so obviously you just touched on it um but how did you deal with the opposite sex you know you being a, a collegiate player being from overseas you got a different accent how did you keep from you know having the girls take you off course uh, I locked myself in the gym. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, literally tried to, oh my God, man, we can go on stories about how I tried to push them away from me, but they, they hunt you down down there. I swear to God, it's, it's, it's crazy. You know, like it's insane. I can tell you a funny, okay, funny story, right? We go on a foreign trip we went to Spain and then we coming back during the summertime. Uh, that was my freshman year during the summertime. Right. So like I'm, I'm in the hotel and you just touched on, you just called it like it is. So I'm in the hotel doing homework or maybe I was doing nothing, but I was supposed to be doing homework uh-huh. and our <laughs> academic advisor <laughs> calls me downstairs and says, Hey, like coach wants to have a word with you. I'm like, Oh no. So I'm in the elevator sweating, like, oh my God, what did I do, right? And he's sitting there casually and he's like, hey, like, how you doing? I'm great, great, great. And he's like, hey, like, you know, your life's gonna change like 360 degrees right now. I'm like, why? He's like, well, you're gonna come to campus and it's gonna be full of people. I'm like, well, this is great. It's been empty the whole freaking summer. And he's like, there's gonna be a lot of pretty women. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thinking in my head right like great uh-huh. yeah, like, great <laughs> amazing exactly and and then and he's like yeah like watch out it's gonna be a distraction you're not gonna have time for this and you're like you're nice you, you know you you talk to people like you want to be friendly all that and the academic advisors looking at me like yeah like it, it is like that and I'm, I'm just like yeah i got this no worries coach and then you get there and every girl looks like a supermodel. Like they literally go there, like they have hundred thousands of followers on Instagram, and and they wanna again, like your basketball player, your superstar there, and so they want you, they want to get to know you, and <laughs> you come from, you come from the CBA when you're locked up with 60, 70 other dudes, and you don't get to see your girl for, you know. <laughs> For however long, so. Oh, um, that's it, hilarious! <laughs> just say that like it is. So. Oh uh, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Don't want to bring Nardi on up, right? <laughs> oh man. 
No, that's I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that is crazy. No way. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you said, well, no, yeah, Nadia, I'm, just... I'm free. I'm free. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that is hilarious. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, oh, man. Um, right. So, last, just to wrap it up. Um, just, is there, just to finish that one. It's, it's a good problem to have. When, it's a when good you problem back. to have? <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> hey, you distractions, back. you know what I mean? It, it checks where, where your head's at. Um, so, yeah, I guess it, you could have worse problems in life, right? I guess. <laughs> Um, right, so what would you say to anyone, you know, we're talking about uh, Pete um, going back years now, you know, your freshman year, um, or you just get recruited, what would your message be to um, yourself or let's just, you know, it is for those who are just being recruited or you know, just signed, mm -hmm. what what would be your final statement to them? Um, well, I think study study the coach and the style that the pro, the style of basketball he likes to run, so you you understand if you fit in or not. So you don't have to transfer and then sit out and lose a year and all that. So um, second of all, be physically and mentally ready for just the crazy crazy lifestyle in terms of work and schoolwork and all that and everything is just kind of like it's a you know it's you're a student athlete but you really are a professional basketball player when you enter that 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 world so you just have to be crazily focused and dedicated to that because if you're not you know it's easy to say like hey you're not i, I mean i've been there my freshman year and uh from that year, I was the only one to make it to like graduation. Like after first year, like eight guys were either kicked out or they left because they understood that they could not make it with that coach, you know. So uh, just understand and like know that there's so many people behind you. So you just have to really, really, really work your butt off to make it. So. And it sounds nice and you, you may be like, oh, I got this, but like, hey, like this will push you to a whole different level. So, and there's obviously plus sides, but this, you know, it's a, it's a grind, man. So just be, just make sure you're ready for that. Man, that's great advice, Pete. Hey, I can't thank you enough. Really appreciate it. Um, no, it, was, it was great. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's fun to talk hoops. So thank you for it. <laughs> Thank you for inviting me into this, and I'm glad to help. This is... This is the Eurostep In.